Network operations teams are struggling with the rapid change in the cloud and dynamic resource orchestration, rendering older technologies inadequate for some applications, particularly around troubleshooting problems. In fact, networking issues cost a large portion of IT outages, which according to the Uptime Institute, nearly 40% of organizations have suffered outages caused by human error. Uh, as organizations look for ways to improve the operation and management of their networks, advances in network management tools as well as cloud native solutions services offer heads of network infrastructure as well as CIOs with an option to consider to keep networks agile, responsive, and possibly easier to manage in what is now a complex hybrid work model. Joining us today on podcast for future CIO is Mr. Nick Harders, Asia Pacific and Japan Solutions Director for HPE Aruba Networking. Nick, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you so much, Alan. It's a pleasure to be here today. How complex is the corporate network today for many organizations in Asia? Yeah, that's a great question, Alan. And I think what we've seen over the last few years is an increasingly complex network across organizations in Asia, as we've seen a large number of enterprises move towards a hybrid work environment. What this has really done uh, has made it extremely difficult for the enterprise to gain visibility across not only clients and endpoints, but also the overarching network infrastructure. So we've seen a very large transition of the overall network architectures, which has really translated to uh, complexity in the way in which these network environments need to be operated, deployed, and managed. What would you say are the top challenges for organizations, those responsible for network operations? Yeah, I think um, as we start to see a large number of these networks supporting hybrid users, what we had traditionally seen as the way in which these networks were acquired, deployed, and operated no longer necessarily fit with the models that are being deployed today. So if we think about just the trend where uh, in the past we have seen a lot of users residing in a corporate network, and that corporate network is usually confined to a physical space. So you would have edge infrastructure, access points, wired switches, security appliances, potentially WAN or SD-WAN appliances, all of these infrastructure components were essentially being used to support the connectivity of the users in the office. As we see these users now working from home, working from public spaces, we're seeing a large amount of complexity in the way in which we need to secure those users. Uh, secure their network connectivity, and even just facilitate the network connectivity from those users to where the applications reside. The other thing that's important to understand is that as the applications have moved, we've seen certainly in the last few years an accelerated move to cloud workloads. We talked about the users being outside of the office environment. Now we have applications that are outside of a traditional data center. So applications residing in public cloud environments, sometimes still in a data center or a co-location facility, if you think about the idea that, you know, as a network operator, we need to connect users to applications, both the users and the applications are now residing in any number of different locations, which makes this extremely complicated for the network operator to manage. Now, given the importance of securing the network, what would you say are best practices when it comes to network operators working in tandem with the security team and also probably the application development teams? Yeah, that's another great question, Alan. You know, I think as we talk about the idea that users are no longer physically in an office, the idea of the security perimeter has very much dissolved. It's a case of needing to think holistically around security and end-to-end security. You no, know, security needs to be embedded at the network layer uh, from you know not only the access 
switches and access points, uh, but also right throughout the network, all the way up to where the applications reside. So what that typically means is that it's a little more difficult than what it has been in the past for us to be able to address security by deploying what have traditionally been security appliances. So firewalls, even IDS and IPS. So what we see is a trend where security not only needs to be embedded and can certainly no longer be an afterthought, um, in addition to security needing to be embedded throughout all components of the network, we really need to make sure that that we look for the ability to consolidate security capability if and where it's appropriate. So a good example of that is what we often see in the branches that do still host users. Uh, those branches are often looking to move towards consolidated appliances, whether they be hardware or virtual, but essentially bringing in application level visibility and really making sure that you can not only define network level security policies, but also application and user and device aware security policies that adapt to the changing use cases in those environments. Network operations and management tools have grown in sophistication over the years. More recently, we've started to hear discussions around things like uh, generative AI, for example, being embedded, you know, like AI ops. What are the most recent trends in terms of the tools available, realistically, of course, for IT teams in Asia? I see that AI is certainly something that has become a buzzword, not just in enterprise networking, but you know, across even the consumer side here. You know, such uh, tools uh, as ChatGPT, Bard, etc. So the generative AI is becoming a little more commonplace, and we're seeing a lot of that type of capability start to be injected into not only networking, but of course multiple industries. Now, what that means is that you know, I think there's a little bit more of a an end user understanding as to the power of AI. And what that has actually done, in my opinion, is help drive momentum around AI ops. So AI ops is really the idea that we are looking to to not only introduce additional automation into network management platforms. I think that has been around for quite some time. There's also been quite a lot of orchestration in network management platforms. And when I mention orchestration, I mean things like doing certain configuration at scale in a way that is more intelligent than what is uh, traditionally seen in scripted type use cases. So configuration, management, visibility, alerting, troubleshooting. Now, I think all of these types of use cases have been present in network management tools and growing in network management tools over the last few years. But what we really see as the next generation of AI and AI ops capability are things around insights. So thinking about the network as a sensor and all of the telemetry that comes in as a result of users connecting to the network, users connecting to applications, all of that telemetry coming into typically a cloud data lake and providing an opportunity for analytics to occur, not just from a network perspective, but from a business perspective. You know, what does that mean? in terms of the way in which users are interacting with the network and how can we turn some of those insights and analytics into potentially business insights that allow for decisions to be made that uh, can really help elevate the role of the network in the enterprise meeting its business requirements. So in addition to just some of those insights, Alan, closed loop remediation is something that we're also seeing as uh, you know something that our customers are really looking for and something that we see as perhaps the next big thing in AI ops capability. 
Interesting. Thank you for that. So of, of these technologies that you've uh, mentioned already from AI ops to just now the closed loop monitoring, how would CIOs who are under pressure to contain costs find the yep. right people to manage all of these ones? How would CIOs evaluate the best option for their organizations given such issues as integration, interoper- interoperability, security management, and not to mention, as I said, costs and the people that will run and manage all of these things? It's a difficult question for CIOs to address. And I I think it it is important for CIOs to really think about what is next for their network as it pertains to their business. You know, the network is no longer just a a means for users to connect and, you know, to provide transport between users and applications. There's real opportunity for the network to become a way in which you can unlock new revenue streams, you know, really look to tie closely the network to business outcomes and to grow into potentially new areas that the, the enterprise may be looking to explore by using things such as you know, location services and just other ways that the data that is present in the network can help unlock some of those use cases. So as it pertains to you know, the actual step forward for CIOs to start to take advantage of some of this capability, the idea is to really understand how are we going to operate our network? Who is going to be the operator of these tools? And can we ensure that those tools are going to grow into this, this type of capability? So I I discussed some of the AI ops capability that uh, is becoming increasingly important to increase efficiency and to help unlock some of the business value that is inherent in the network environment. The other key here is as you start growing into these additional use cases, you mentioned, Alan, around you know the, getting the right skill set to be able to, to be that, that operator and making sure the, the platform is not only operator centric, but who is that operator going to be? So you know there are opportunities for us to be able to explore ways to grow into these types of tool sets a little bit more easily, one of which is network as a service and another which is you know, potentially being able to understand in the, uh, the network management platform what types of processes and workflows can be more easily automated to free up existing resources to be working on more business-centric activities. And a common complaint I get from IT people is skills. So the availability of relevant skills and experiences remains a problem whether you're in developed markets like Singapore and Hong Kong or in, in underdeveloped markets like Indonesia and Jakarta. How can CIOs yep. working perhaps with HR leaders separately and as a group improve the level of expertise and understanding of the skills that you have? Assuming, of course, that they want to keep the skills in-house as opposed to, as you mentioned, that taking advantage of resources available out there in the form of networking as a service. So, um, you know, in addition to leveraging network as a service, if and where it makes sense. And when I say that, you know, understanding the true value of the existing resources in the enterprise is important. How closely tied are those resources to the actual business objectives? And if the answer is they are very closely integrated, there's a lot of collaboration between teams, then you would really try and find as much of the low-hanging fruit, the areas that can be easily automated, the areas that can be easily scaled out and are quite repetitive. They're the types of areas that are well-suited to network as a service and potentially outsource it. Coming back to the resources that are in-house, Alan, you know, the idea is that resources need to be able to have the appropriate skill set to identify how the network can unlock additional revenue streams and bring real business value. So the goal here is to ensure that the resources are well-versed in not only how to 
potentially acquire, deploy and operate the network in a way that is closely aligned to those business objectives. But it's also understanding the strategic goals of the business so that you can unlock some of that data that is inherent in the network environment and really start to tie that to decisions that are made at the business level. So, you know, the skill sets that are required are no longer just network engineers and network operators. I think the the idea is they need to be well-versed in cloud because that is certainly the way in which users can to applications now. Uh, they need to be well-versed in AI and AI ops and the value that brings to, to the enterprise. Uh, but they also need to be well-versed in the user experience because in the end, being able to understand the experience of the users on the network and how that relates to what the business is looking to achieve allows them to make that transition to the network being a revenue stream as opposed to necessarily being a, uh, a cost center. Lastly, what is your advice for CIOs as they look to modernize network management for the hybrid enterprise? Yeah, Alan, I think what's super important for CIOs as they think about network management is that it is no longer necessarily just a tool that is used to you know, acquire, deploy and operate the network. The goal is to be able to unlock the investment and the data that resides in the network architecture and tie that to business requirements and business outcomes. And what I mean by that is that to really get the most return on investment from the infrastructure that is deployed at the network layer, the goal is to be able to use that network as a sensor and use the telemetry, use the data to unlock new revenue streams that are closely aligned to business goals. As an example, being able to use the network to identify where a user is in the environment. So using location services, depending on the industry, could provide an opportunity to engage a user or a customer, for example, in a retail environment or in a corporate environment, it could really help drive efficiencies in terms of real estate utilization, which uh, can provide ways that you can optimize the, uh, the cost profile for your office locations. Nick, thank you for joining us on Podcast for Future CIO. Appreciate it, Alan. Thanks so much for your time. That was Nick Carders, Asia-Pacific and Japan Solutions Director at HPE Aruba Networking on the topic of modernizing network management for the hybrid enterprise. You are listening in the podcast for future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. Bye for now.